listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. And so to Chandler we go to start off the new year with Mark and Neanderthal and Fred, who's now officially enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct, and a fabulous prize that we don't know what it is will be yours. <laughs> All right. Can't help but get excited about that. Yep. All right, so let's let's talk about the now on a normal near uh, a normal year the New Year's Eve celebration in Times Square. Okay, let's pretend it's a normal year. <laughs> let's pretend. All right. How much does the ball weigh in Times Square? The ball that drops. Very very personal question. <laughs> I mean, is it cold in Times Square? It's a, a question, normal year. It's a question for men of a certain age. When the ball drops. Okay. Is it wow. a is it a hundred pounds? Is it six hundred pounds? Or is it twelve thousand pounds? God. Let's go to the middle one, 600. It's 12,000 pounds. Yes. That's a lot of ball. It is. So the ball, Fred, the ball did not drop in 1942 and 1943. Why not? Was it World War II light restrictions? Was it that the dude who usually brings it over blew an axle in his truck? Or was it Amazon's delivery of the ball was late? World War Two. That is correct, sir, yes. <laughs> you didn't say that with a whole lot of surety. As if the other two were viable options. <laughs> All right, and your last question. Normal year again, how long would it take the sanitation workers to clean up the mess the next day? Four hours, 14 hours, or two days? Oh, God. Mm. Mm. No idea. Two days? No, it's usually about a 14-hour job. Although they can stretch it into two days because it's a union. It's a union. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so technically you're correct. We'll give you the prize. So, hang on a minute. I have a sneaking suspicion 2021 may be a little sarcastic. It's possible. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's funny. If we, we did a questionnaire of how many people had packages arrived late this year oh boy i sent my brother a my brother's birthday is december 13th i sent him a package on december 1st got there the day before christmas no kidding wow all right well so much for guaranteed remember, remember when they used to guarantee delivery uh, yeah, yeah. they would guarantee it yeah you know not so much unprecedented times all right well it, uh, it's a new year we're back uh, for better or worse you decide mark and neanderthal Welcome to Monday. A tough one for the Cardinals yesterday, losing, not making the playoffs. I don't, you know, I don't even know who they, they, I know they had, you know, Murray in playing quarterback. He got hurt a couple of times, had to leave the game. I didn't know the other guy's name. Yeah, I have no idea who I he is. I saw it on the uniform. I, I was like, not even sure how to pronounce that. I don't even know who that guy is. <laughs> so I do not know you who know, that is. You remember there was a time when you could actually, you, you had to know the name of the Cardinals backup quarterback because it was inevitable <laughs> that he was going to make an appearance at some point during the yep, season. Yep. We all knew who he was. Yeah, exactly. No idea who that guy was. I, you know, and I'm a fairly avid football fan. I mean, and I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a big Cardinals fan, but I should know the backup quarterback to every, you know, there are only what, 64 quarterbacks out there. Uh, I, here's the thing. That guy got in a game yesterday and Colin Kaepernick was at home watching. Yeah. You know what? I, <laughs> I was, uh, I was watching some of the Cowboys game for a while yesterday. Good yeah. to see them lose. And, yeah. Uh, always good. You know, oh, good I'm to see sh- Andy Dalton throw that, that wounded duck up for an interception in the end zone. I'm a huge, uh, Washington football team 
fan. Oh, are been, you? I've been with What'd the fo- I've been with Washington football team since they started. Yes. Washington football team. Yeah, this season. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the fix no, the- has got to be in on that game. Come on. Why do you say that? Well. Um, they've got this you know, is Washington beating the Eagles yesterday, yes, yes, and, and Washington goes to the playoffs. Yes, now. here's the scenario: the New York Giants back into the playoffs by okay. virtue of like you know because the NFC East is miserable. Like right. three team, three teams were under 500. So if the Eagles won last night, the Giants would have made the playoffs. But if the Washington Football Team with their brand new enlightened name and their cancer recovering uh, head coach, which is awesome, and their comeback player of the year quarterback, which is awesome, if that team wins, they go to the playoffs. So about. Uh, I don't know, a couple of minutes left in the third quarter. All of a sudden, Philadelphia pulls their phenom quarterback, Jalen Hurts, and they call in the legendary Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> Nate Sudfeld. I imagine, can you imagine? Why that? am I going in? <laughs> what the hell is going on with all these big guys? I'm going down the field. First down, fourth down. How many first downs do we need? No, it's Sudfeld is who came in. Yeah, Sudfeld. Okay. Nate, Nate Sudfeld, the most <laughs> unquarterback name in the history of quarterbacks. Hilarious. I'm sure. I'm Maybe sure. the fix was in. Okay. Doug Peterson turns like Sudfeld. Get your helmet. You're going in. <laughs> I was just gonna go to the coffee shop. <laughs> I don't. I kind of want to see the Washington Football Team win this game too. <laughs> I guess I'm going in. I'm going in. It's six oh one. He's going in, Jerry. <laughs> so. <laughs> You're gonna kill him, Nate Sudfeld. That's I, who had him in their fantasy league yeah, championship right. game yesterday. I scored a big, big yeah. points on that one. <laughs> All right, so our, our phone system—we just yes. had to reset it again. So it's, it's new, a new year, new year, same phone system. And it's absolutely yeah. Monday morning. It so is what it is. So instead, we did a coin flip behind the scenes, and Paul's gonna. Paul won. He had heads, so he is going to tell his story in Mark and Deanna Paul's story time. All right, so it's New Year's Eve, right around, I don't know, somewhere around 6 o'clock, and suddenly I hear an explosion, and I say to myself, what the hell is that? You had the same New Year's Eve I did. Yeah. Uh, You know how there's the occasional Israeli-Palestinian conflict? There's the occasional border clash in the Middle East between two warring factions. Sure. My neighborhood has become a warring faction. My street has some brand new neighbors, um, and they have, I don't know, an obsession with fireworks. Oh, yeah. And when, like, last July 4th was their first July 4th in the house, and it went on for hours. It did on on New Year's Eve. It yeah. was crazy. And and my neighbors, so when my neighbors started firing theirs off, all of a sudden from the near, I'm like, oh, my God, they've escalated. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So on New Year's Eve and up in, and here's the deal. You know, I've got the dogs and the dogs freak out over over fireworks, as a lot of dogs do. It's I not, had, yeah, it's not an uncommon We had our thing. first New Year's Eve with Patch the dog. She did not have a good night. Yeah. So, dear fireworks jerks, <laughs> I don't have a problem with you shooting off your fireworks on New Year's Eve at midnight. Well, to celebrate the new year, I get it. I'm not. I'm not trying to be unreasonable. How about 11:45 to 12:30? Sure, 45 minutes. Yeah. That sounds great. You guys want to? If you want to celebrate the new year, have at it. Blow off your fireworks. 11:45 to 12:30. Uh, understandable, explainable. I get it. New year celebration. I'm not yeah. trying to be. I'm trying to be a killjoy. Yeah. I'm trying to be a killjoy. 
But when they start at sundown on New Year's Eve, yeah. and they're still going at 2.45 a.m. New Year's morning, and you think, all right, well, at least I got through New Year's, and I know it's 3 o'clock in the morning and there's no more fireworks. Then, 5.30, January 1st, boom. Yeah. Christmas night. On Christmas night, we had fireworks somewhere down the street from us. Like, Ridiculous. I'm like, I'm like, what is going on in my neighborhood? They've decided they're going to start launching the Tet Offensive. <laughs> it was the battle behind of the my house. It was ridiculous yeah, what no. was going on. Stop it. And by the way, adults, are you still really interested in fireworks? What are you doing? L- listen, again. 2.45 a.m. Yeah, I know. Uh, our dog wouldn't go out. And we waited till like 2.30 in the morning. But the backyard was literally a cloud of smoke and yeah. sulfur stench. She wouldn't go out. If you were driving on the 10 or the 101 on New Year's Eve, there was a fog over the city. It wasn't smog. It was literally a, a yeah. vapor layer of smoke because of the amount of fireworks. Now, I understand municipal fireworks, and, I, and that's all. Yeah. But you are not a municipality, <laughs> tuner boy, over on the next block. You're not a municipality. Settle it down there, Guns of Navarone. Relax. Nice. So what you have to do is skim your pool out of all the, the I, yeah, that's, and, yeah, that's the other thing. This yeah. is part two of my bitch fest. Let's yeah. start the new year off the right way. Grumpy old man, get off my lawn. I don't mind you blowing off your fireworks, but do me a favor. If you're going to do that and be that inconsiderate of doing it at 2 o'clock in the morning, come over to my house the next day and offer to skim my pool yeah, so I, I can get all the cardboard and butterflies and all that stuff out of my pool. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, you're so, a jerk. Knock it off. <laughs> so- I got an email yesterday from somebody who said a lot of people have died since you guys have been out. And a lot of people did die. Yeah. Um, you know, we can start with a, a classic rock guy, 75-year-old Leslie West from the band Mountain. He once played this. That's him right yep. there. That, that's, yeah. that's his in, that will be his enduring contribution to rock history. Yeah. One hit. Mississippi Queen. Big friggin' hit. They were a great band. In fact, better than Cream, in my mind, anyway. And, you know, I like them better than Cream. You know why? I don't like Cream because Cream was psychedelic. This was more rockin'. Yeah. Yeah. They were were, were terrific. Very filthy. A filthy, filthy band, Mountain was. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, we should mention, if you were in in Phoenix, in Arizona, in the early 90s, he was here many times other than that, but Paul Westfall West passed e. away. Yes, yeah. he was coaching the Suns back then. He was a Suns legend on the court also. He's in their ring of honor, and he yeah. passed away. It was, uh, I think it was brain cancer Yeah, which, got him over the weekend. It all sucks, man, yeah. so that's, that's no good. Uh, you know, look, uh, congratulations to Tina Louise. She is one survivor. She's the <gasps> final surviving cast member from Gilligan's Island. All the rest of them are gone? They're all gone. Really? They're all gone. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, She's Dawn Wells. Don, Don Wells, Wells passed. Who Marianne. Was, who was, you know, look, Marianne and Ginger was the very first compare and contrast for every kid. <laughs> yes. You had a choice. Did you want the glamorous, yeah. hot Hollywood supermodel looking yeah. chick? Or did you want the girl next door? I, everybody I know, everybody, 100%, and to find unanimous approval on anything is ridiculous. Everybody chose Marianne over Ginger. As you, grew I don't know up, anybody. I don't know anybody think, that chose Ginger. I think as you grew older, certainly that was the tendency. It would lean towards Marianne. You know, you realize you had a better woman there. Ginger was a little bit too self-centered. Let's face it. And right. and Don Wells aged well. She did. She looked. She was a yep. beautiful woman, and by all accounts, was the sweetest woman. Uh, even Tina Louise, who never has a nice thing to say about anybody, and that's a true story. In every interview, she's sort of bitter and angry. She still doesn't give her age, her real age, uh. during stuff. 
She, right. Even she said Don Wells was awesome. Yeah. No, you know. you know, Marianne from Gilligan's Island yeah. passed away. And also, um, this you may not know the name, but it's a great stage name. It's the worst stage. Second no, worst stage great, name I've ever heard. From, from, the, from Bob Seger's Silver Bullet Band, the sax player, Alto Reed. That's him. That should have been his theme music, no matter wherever he goes. That's how we greeted people. He was like, hey, Alto, how you doing? Glad to hear it. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, really, (laughs) Alto Reed, really? Really? It took me, you know, it took me a long time to realize that was a stage name, because on Live Bullet... The Bob Seger Band uh, album, Live Bullet, when he introduces the band, he doesn't say Alto Reed. He calls him by his real name, which was Tommy Cartmel. Yeah, Tommy Cartmel, yeah. And so I'm reading the back of the cover, and I'm like, who's Alto Reed? It took me (laughs) – that's who he is. It took me years to realize, oh, Alto Reed, it's a saxophone pun. Okay. That's so bad. Damn it. It's the second worst stage name. Well, okay, maybe third worst stage name I've ever heard. There's uh, adult film actor Peter North. Peter North's a, Peter North a good is a, one. It's, yeah. it's a pretty funny stage name when you sure. put it together. Absolutely. Uh, and then, of course, there's, and you wouldn't know who this guy is, but he was in a band called Orgy, uh, who did a cover of a song called Blue Monday, which was a big hit on Top 40 Radio for okay. a few years. He was also in a hair band back in the 80s called Rough Cut. Well, his name is, is Amir Durak. Amir is his first name? Amir, A-M-I-R. D E R A K H, as Durak. if he's like, as if his name is some sort of a Middle Eastern, you know, yeah. Amir Durak. Your name is I'm here to rock. I'm here to rock, yeah. You're here. I mean, that's almost Alto Reed bad. No, no. At least Alto Reed made a lasting contribution to music, Alto, unlike Alto Amir Durak. Alto Reed has that. Yes, right which is, which is. Yeah. And you pr- know what? Prior to the final countdown, the most annoying earworm intro to a song no, ever. That's great stuff right no. there. All right. And uh, and also, we should mention, too, Tanya Roberts from that 70s show and, oh. and Charlie's Angel. She was Midge. Midge Pinciotti. In her 70s show. And her pointy sweaters. 65 years old, passed away over the weekend. I still don't know why. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, 2021, you've set it off on the wrong course. We'd like to correct this as soon as possible and make it a better year than 2020 was. Is it possible? <laughs> Let's give you a gift, uh, a welcome back gift, because uh, we've been gone so long. We don't expect you to remember the 30-second song challenge cheat sheet. So Jack and Diane, just what I needed, and what about love? There you go. How's that sound? Well, that's coming up in, in, in just a little bit. Yeah. About 20 minutes away, we'll have 300 bucks for that. There you go. That's I would guess that is probably the cost. $300 is probably what this guy who was caught in Tempe over the weekend speeding has to pay. No. Something like that. No, way more than that. You think? Way I, more I don't than know that. what just, the fines are. Just the numbers for, that you told me, yeah. Yeah, this guy, the DPS pulled a guy over who was doing 155 on I-10. 155. That's got to be a motorcycle. No. Guy in a vehicle. What, 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 what kind of vehicle? I don't, know. I don't know. But you know what the first question he asked DPS when they pulled him over was? I'm so. sure I do. Yeah. Was, was that wrong? <laughs> Should I not have done that? Yeah, I'm guessing that's probably what that's probably. Geez. 155 miles an hour. Lee, I don't know. I, I think we've all, let's face it. Um, I least, exceed the speed limit daily. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I do. I do, yeah. too. Yeah, we all do. Everybody I mean, does it. And, like, if you're coming back from San Diego or going to San Diego, I'd say probably most guys at some point or another on I-8, which is deserted half the time, like, oh, I'll push it up to triple digits here and see what happens. What does it feel like to hit 100? Well, I can, 155? I, I will tell you my, uh, my kick-ass Ram Rebel doesn't go faster than 108. 
It, yeah, chip, it chips out. It's got a governor yeah, on it, yeah, on yeah. the computer. So in order for a car to do 155 miles an hour, there has to be some sort of uh, bypassing of the governor because I believe all all motor vehicle yeah. manufacturers have like a 110, something like that. They'll shut it down at the that newer point. newer ones. Yeah, you got yeah. chip. You got to chip it out or something like that. 155 yeah. miles an hour is ridiculous. Yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm not going to say I haven't done 100 miles an hour. I've done 100 miles we, an hour. I've know, done it on my motorcycle, yeah. and it's a scary thing to do. 155, you don't have the reaction time to... You know, to correct if something goes wrong. It's over. You don't. It's over. It's like 155 is as ridiculous as fireworks from 8 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is, though, <laughs> if you're lucky, if you crash at 155 miles an hour, it only annoys one person. <laughs> as opposed to the fireworks, which has right. an entire neighborhood up it. I, I took the dog out. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. Boom! From like five miles away. I'm like, Jesus, really? Yeah. You couldn't win on New Year's Eve if you were a dog owner. Stop. In any event, it is time for the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Okay, so a week ago at New York's JFK Airport, a guy was caught with a gun in his luggage. Right? St- people still do this. Well, now, not many people might might realize. Uh, not a lot of people know this, but it's not necessarily illegal. Nope. To transport a gun via plane. No, but it has to Th- be there checked. Are rules. Yeah, it has to be checked and yeah. it has to be sealed in a case. It's in with a, a case with, with a specific color band on it. Unloaded. Yep. And it's got to be in checked baggage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, a way to do it. There's a way to, to, to fly yeah. with a gun legally. Yeah. This guy did not do that. Yeah. No. As opposed to this guy who uh, this past Monday at JFK Airport had a loaded nine millimeter gun flopping around loose in his carry on. Flopping bag. around loose. Flopping around loose. <laughs> oh, please tell me there wasn't one in the chamber. <laughs> please tell me it, there wasn't. Well, it was loaded. Oh, boy. Um, so I and you know this is not unusual either. It's not unusual Happ- to be gunned by anyone. <laughs> happens. It happens uh, all too often. Happens a lot at Sky Harbor. Uh, the only thing unusual here was the man's reaction after the TSA found the gun in his carry-on bag. Uh, the guy decided to scrap everything and make a run for it. <laughs> well, that always works. Now, <laughs> run, OJ, run. <laughs> the big problem here is that aside from missing his flight, not getting a refund, he left some things behind, like. His bag, mm-hmm. his friends, mm-hmm. who were going on the same trip with him, and certainly knew his name, uh, his driver's license, and his passport were also left behind. So it wasn't easy, or it wasn't too difficult to track him down. Right. And by the way, the fine for the first time you get caught at a TSA checkpoint with a loaded gun is $4,100. Uh, shockingly random yeah, number. It's definitely random number there. Yep. but like f- trying to pick 35 guitar players. It's <laughs> random. It, is. it can be tripled depending on your level of cooperation. Which there was. There was none. So I would expect this guy to be paying at least $12,300. Again, another very random number. Joker. 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 And, and a triple. triple. Good yep. for him. We'll make this guy our first 2021 Mark and Neanderthal, dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Yes, the dumbass of the day is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. And you can see the story at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. By the way, Ride Now Power Power Sports, you can find them at ridenow.com.
100.7. Still funny. KSLX. Still funny. I've been watching it for a week, and it's still funny. I'm trying to tell you what time it is, but I can't see the clock because I got hit in the face with a can of Twisted Tea. Somebody just out in the kitchen just hit me. Yeah, apparently it's the thing to do, the Twisted Tea Challenge. All right, so if you are driving and you don't know what the Twisted Tea thing is online... Just you, you, listen well, up for a minute. You do yourself a favor and go just you know Google twisted tea, hit and face, whatever. Yeah, it's the funniest felonious assault uh, <laughs> video you'll ever see. Yeah, I don't you know advocate things like this, but the guy got what was coming to him. I understand you know? why this. Look, when you watch the video, it will all make sense in the end. Unlike an M Night Shyamalan movie, it all gets tied together <laughs> yeah, in the no, end. There's no twist ending here. This is uh, no. There's a twisted this is tea twisted ending. Tea. Yeah, this is it's. I don't know where it happened. It's in some convenience Ohio. store. Ohio? El- El- Elria, okay. Elyria, Ohio. It's E-L-Y-R-I-A. So there's two guys up at the counter. There's, Elyria, a, there's a few whatever. people around in this convenience store. And one guy is just going off on the other guy, just well, being super obnoxious. It's it's a racial thing, unfortunately. Well, he was apparently doing that when the guy walked in. All right, white guy and a bunch of his friends, obviously overserved, just dropping the end bomb left and right. Okay. Uh, African-American guy walks in, and he's like, all right, I don't want to deal with this. Hopefully, they'll be gone by the time I get whatever it is I want to get out of the convenience store, come up to the, the register, and I'll be done. They weren't, and the end bomb was flowing mm-hmm. like a like a raging river. Yeah. You have some of the it's like he's, he's just I, I being a, super obnoxious, well, and we I, won't play it. Obviously, we'll bleep it out. Well, he, what happened was the guy said, "Hey, man, um, you mind not dropping the end bomb? You know, enough of that." And he was responded to in kind. Where are you from? Where are you from? Where the fuck are you from? Yeah. You from here? Get the fuck out of here! You a clown? Oh God, you a clown? You from here? You a clown? So Eminem, Eminem has decided he's going to start <laughs> exactly. dropping some dropping some street knowledge yeah. on the African American kid. So the uh, the African American guy has a can of twisted tea in his hand. Well, what happened was the kid, the drunk kid, had the can of twisted tea and he drops it on the floor. <laughs> so the African American guy goes to pick up the can of twisted tea. The drunk guy takes a, a kick at him for a second. <laughs> And then the, the African-American guy picks up the can of Twisted Tea, and he's he's sort of in a defensive posture, to which... So what happened? What happened? I wish you could see it, because this is radio, and it, you don't really get a good sense. I love the door chime at the end of it. Well, that basically says lights out. That's basically, that's basically your knockout bell there. Come out, everybody. He does smack him, as he was challenged to do. The yeah, guy that's does, the thing. The guy does smack the obnoxious guy with the can of Twisted Tea right in the head. It's kind of hard. Him, knocks him down. Kind of hard to hear him say it, but it's... Smack me! Smack me! He takes he takes the can right to the side of the head. Yes. Now now miraculously, this does not render the drunk white kid unconscious. He gets up. I don't know if it was the rebound from the truth. The kid the can hit him in the head, but he gets up and decides he wants some more. Right. So uh, a fracas ensues, and I believe that uh, the African American exacted his justice. Oh, he, he beat he, the guy up pretty good. He, yeah. He, yeah. I think the only reason why the fight ended is because he got tired of punching him. He might have hurt his hand. Exactly. Because he fires off about fifteen shots and lands fourteen of them. <laughs> um, and at the end, it's it's funny. You know, he goes, "All right, all right, all right, all right. We good. We good. We good." We good. Yeah, he goes, exactly. "Oh, we're good now." So there's all kinds of. I it's, mean, it's so gone, funny. It's gone completely. 
completely viral. There's, yes. uh, there's you'll, mixes of it. You know, oh, you'll videos. find a you'll find a Time magazine cover with Person of the Year is the Twisted Tea Can. Yeah. Um, there's one meme that says, "Well, there's cracking open a cold one with the boys, and there's cracking the boy open with, with a cold, cold one." <laughs> <laughs> and I, my favorite one is is a picture of a gun store, uh, and it's got the case, the glass case with all the handguns in it, <laughs> and in between, like a revolver and a Glock, is the big can of Twisted Teas. <laughs> There's one I'm looking at right now. It's an open glove compartment with a twisted tea can in there. And it says, when the cop asks me if I have any weapons in the car. <laughs> the other one is, uh, nobody needs a 32-ounce can of twisted tea. When 12 ounces will do enough, we need to limit high-capacity twisted tea cans. <laughs> I'm part of that twisted tea control lobby. Right? <laughs> Best video ever. You might want to check that out. It'll start your 2021 off with a nice laugh. Highly recommend. Sure. As you head back to work, back at work, so maybe maybe you've been off for a while, you're heading back to work. Drive safely, unlike the guy that DPS pulled over, doing 155 miles an hour on I-10 through Tempe. That is insane. I mean, I mean I've, I've driven, I think the fastest I've ever driven might have been somewhere between 120 and 130 in an old 1976 Chrysler Cordoba. Now, which was a steel car. It was a heavy car, and it was a, a straightaway open road. I'm not saying I advocate it, but I'm saying I've done it. Uh, I can't imagine doing 155 because I will tell you, anything over 100 miles an hour is yeah, scary. No, yeah, it's and a you, little scary. You know what? You're, you know, listen. I'm like most guys. You push it up to 100 when yep. you're on this. You know, like coming back from San Diego, I eight. Yeah. Sometimes there's nobody there. Yeah. You got two, three lanes, whatever it is. And you're like, well, let's, let's see what this feels like anyway. Just, right. you know, and then I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be careful. I'll slow down. And you do it for a second or two. And then yep. you're, you're like, okay, I, I, I've experienced that now. So I'm good. 155. I, it seems a bit exorbitant. And I think it was during the day. In the middle of the day. I-10. How do you, now, <clears throat> how do you get up to 155 in the middle of the day on the I-10, given the amount of traffic that's, I mean. Yeah, right. I you mean, need some room. There's no way that you yeah. were on a straightaway. You were, you were, you were zipping in and out of cars is what you. Oh, what the guy said when they pulled him over. Uh, I did not know that, no. Was that wrong? <laughs> Should I not have done that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's probably what he said. Uh, so, hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, I'm a commercial driver, and I've worked with law enforcement in the past. In general, basically, in Arizona, anything above 30 miles an hour over the speed limit is a felony at the state level. And anything double the speed limit is going to be an immediate license, revocation, mm-hmm. and jail time. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's felony, it's it's felony yeah. speeding, and then of course, if they had you lit up, if the cops had you lit up, and they have to chase you, and you don't immediately turn down, then it becomes felony evasion of a police officer. Although, There's all kinds of issues that go into that. I think the speed limit right around there is 77 and three quarters. Oh, so it's so just it's under just double. Over, yeah, yeah, it's just over 155. Yeah. All right, well, you, yeah, all right, do well, the math. Yeah, unfortunately, so. I guess, well, <laughs> statute of limitations. Sorry. Hang, hang on. We got a guy. He says he, because I was wondering what kind of vehicle it was. And this guy says he knows. What is it? Uh, yeah, it was a uh, Corvette. Of course it was. Uh, a Corvette doing 155. Yeah, I'm guessing probably, you know, a 48-year-old guy. <laughs> you know, Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> Ball balding. <laughs> Wearing Ferrari folding sunglasses. A friend of his daughter's in the car. Yeah, you know, prob- sort of probably got Bon Jovi cranked in the... <laughs> On the stereo. It's probably something like that. Yeah, having his moment. Man, oh man. 155. Listen, we all have a need for speed sometimes, but that's a bit out of hand right there. Knock it off.
I found another Christmas movie. Oh, what did you get? Oh, great. A new holiday movie is always fun to discover. I finally watched one of my favorite bad movies in its entirety, Peppermint, starring Jennifer Garner, sort of a poor man's death wish. She's bent on revenge, and she's a kick-ass vigilante, that kind of thing. Okay, I believe you. She steals a car, and as she's driving away, she drives across a lawn, knocking over a whole bunch of Christmas decorations. Well, that makes it a Christmas it's movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yep, that makes it a Christmas movie. Peppermint. There's a Christmas reference in it. It's a Christmas movie. It's on Netflix, Peppermint with Jennifer Garner. It's a fantastic waste of 90 minutes because she looks fantastic. Does she get naked? No. Then I'm not interested. She gets even, though. I will oh. tell you that. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I did watch Die Hard. Also, did in, you really? in its entirety. <laughs> um, but I, I did see some movies I hadn't I'm seen very before. I'm disappointed in you, Mr. <laughs> Devine. <laughs> um, okay. Alan Rickman. I've got a couple here that are trained to Busan good. But I'll tell you the one to stay away from. It's on Netflix. George Clooney, The Midnight Sky. Brand new. Uh-huh. Terrible. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yep. Very bad. Yep. You've ruined his career. Yep. He'll never work in this town again. <laughs> so You're done, Clooney. I went to the theater. For one of them. We, oh, did you really? We, we, went to, we went to the theater. See, I'm still not ready to do that. I'm not ready to go sit in a very, very pristinely sterilized place. No. We were two of six people in there again. Wow. For uh, the Tom Hanks movie. That may be the greatest thing ever, though, being able to do that now. There, there's nobody in there. Yeah. There's plenty of room. There's, you know, you're not crowded at all. Okay. Um, News of the World is the Tom Hanks movie. It's an old Western. Really good. It's trained to Busan good. Well, you know, it's interesting. The, the Western, it's like the pendulum swings back and forth. Every, like every 20 years. All of a sudden, we get a little little uh, flush of Westerns. So maybe this will be the, it's the first good. step. Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. Have you seen on Netflix the promos for uh, My Octopus Teacher? No, but that sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> sounds weird, doesn't it? It's really good. I, I highly recommend it. It's, it's all filmed underwater. True story. Okay. It's like a documentary. It's stunningly touching. All right. This I, guy I becomes friends with an octopus. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It's That's something we can all relate to. I know. It's really weird, I don't weird, know how many right? times I've been in the ocean and come across an octopus and go, on, if I can only make this acquaintance. <laughs> it's really weird, but it's it's gorgeously filmed, and it's, okay. it's, it's, it's really good stuff. And Hillbilly Elegy is also on Netflix. Somebody mentioned that. Somebody else mentioned that on so, social media that they were just digging into it. Is that a miniseries, or is it no, just a movie? No, it's, it's a story of a guy who grew up in, like, Kentucky and Ohio in real backwoods. You know, they were hill people. Basically. Oh, yeah. OK. And he becomes a lawyer. He sort of escapes a really dysfunctional family. And Amy Adams and Glenn Close, um, I wouldn't call either one of them like beauties. Right. But they purposely sort of ugly themselves up for the movie. I mean, yeah. It, it, oh, it's serious banjo picking stuff. Yeah. It's, right. it's real redneck stuff. But that's really good, too. And it's always interesting when you see an actress who's not afraid to not look glamorous. Sure, sure. Like, like like when Charlize Theron did it in that movie. When, oh, that movie. when she was in, uh, she was the serial killer. Yeah, she was. Mo- and, and, uh, Monster was the movie, and almost unrecognizable. Totally. Yeah. Yep. And All Glenn right. Close is like that in this one. You, she's a far cry from what you remember from Fatal Attraction. I'll just put it that way. All righty then. I believe you. Yeah. But uh, highly recommend that Tom Hanks movie. All right, I'll check that out. And there's plenty of room in the movie theater. Yeah, I'll have to check that out too. <laughs> Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Jake from State Farm here to answer your what ifs. Hi, what if a moose rams my car? File a claim on the app. At State Farm, we're there for your what ifs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. 